0: Hey, everybody. I'm Jenny Stone, and you're listening to Season 7, Episode 9 of HR Rescue, what we can still learn from Mr. Rogers as adults. If this is your first time listening, welcome. The HR Rescue podcast provides business owners, new HR professionals, and HR Department of One with solutions and guidance on some of the most common HR issues. You can find us at hr-rescue.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get into today's episode. I came across an article written for Next Avenue by Shayla Thiel Stern. Shayla is the former director of editorial and content for Next Avenue at Twin Cities PBS. The article was titled, What We Can Still Learn from Mr. Rogers as Adults. And as we approach... Thanksgiving holiday, I felt that there were some lessons shared in this article that will really resonate with you. Hi, neighbor. You cannot say those words, even many years since Fred Rogers last created new TV shows without knowing that they're from Mr. Rogers. That gentle voice with a slight drawl soothed even the most restless spirits. I remember coming home from preschool and having my babysitter turn on channel 12, my local PBS channel to call me before rest time. But it doesn't matter if you were a child in the decades that Mr. Rogers was on TV. Rogers, who died in 2003, created nearly 900 episodes of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and, in the process, cultivated life lessons to last the rest of our lives. And so much of this wisdom applies to us in our many stages of adulthood. Let's discuss six of those gems. Number one. Routine and responsibility are the bedrock of your day. Every day, Mr. Rogers entered the home on his show and did the same things. Sang a peppy song, put on his cardigan, changed out of his dress shoes, fed the fish, and had a warm conversation with us. Routines are comforting to children, but maintaining a daily routine and something that brings you care and comfort can get you through hard times no matter your age. A sense of responsibility for ourselves and others, another side of many of our daily routines, can do the same. Feed your pets. Call or text lonely friends. Offer a ride to a neighbor. Hug your families. As Rogers sang, it's such a good feeling to know you're alive. Number two, it feels good to make something, even if you aren't very good at it. In one episode, Rogers used crayons to make a quick picture and illustrate a point. Saying a little offhandedly, I'm not very good at it, but it doesn't matter. It feels good to have made something. And that's true. From coloring, to roasting a turkey, to rewiring a lamp, to knitting a scarf, or putting together an Ikea dresser. Okay, the last one might be a stretch, since your blood pressure may have risen from all the anger and frustration. Number three, put on your sneakers. It always helps to change into your comfortable play clothes at the end of the day. My kids crack up when I come home from the office and I tell them I need to change from my work clothes to my play clothes. Even if I wore jeans to work that day, I make a point of changing. It really does add a sense of separation between work and home. Number four, the land of make-believe is still there for you. We know a lot about the benefits of meditation and mindfulness, even if, to paraphrase Mr. Rogers, you aren't very good at it. But what about quietly using your imagination to drift and think about how you might make the world a better place or more magical? Create your own land of make-believe. Whether you create characters in a story or just close your eyes and imagine the world in a different light, playing make-believe can be good for the soul. Or maybe you'll brew up an idea that goes from make-believe to reality. You don't even have to take a trolley. Number five, look for the helpers. In recent years, the Fred Rogers Company has published a nice body of parent resources, including a piece with Rogers talking about how to help children get through tragic events. Here's one quote from it. When I was a boy, I would see scary things in the news, and my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. To this day, especially in times of disaster, I remember my mother's words, and I'm always comforted, by realizing that there are still so many helpers, so many caring people in this world. When terrible things happen in your life, do the same. So many people around you are willing to help if they know that you need help. And better yet, now that you're a grown-up, you can be one of the helpers for others in times of need. Number six, finally, just be a good neighbor. From Lady Elaine to Henrietta Pussycat to King Friday, Mr. Rogers' friends from the land of make-believe often enacted lessons about how to treat each other through times of misunderstanding and hurt feelings. We now live in a time where misunderstanding and hurt feelings abound in real life. Remember, everybody's going through something they're probably not telling you about. Maybe they cannot even articulate it themselves. Rogers demonstrated on his show and in real life that empathy and grace are the most important foundations to being a good neighbor. This is a great time to remind ourselves of this particular life lesson and to take a moment and figure out how to go out and be a good neighbor to someone who needs one. You can find this article on nextavenue.org. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode of HR Rescue. The opinions expressed in this program do not represent legal advice, nor should they necessarily be taken as the views of HR Shield or its employees.